All right, what's happening, angry sports fans out there? This is Dave. I'm here with Ivan. What's going on? And just a little bit of background about us. We are the Angry Sports Dads podcast. My boy Ivan and I went to college together, and we decided through uh, some drunken conversation to start this thing. So uh, say hey to everybody, Ivan. What's going on, everyone? How you doing? So a little bit of background about us. We met way back when, 2004, University of Akron, or as we like to call it, the AK Rowdy. My boy Ivan lived down the hall. Me, him, Sloan, our boy DP, played some flag football together. We've been friends ever since. We went on a hiatus for a little while because uh, I went to the Navy and uh, Ivan had to go off and get married, just <laughs> like the rest of us. So, yeah. Ivan, let's uh, tell me tell me about your uh, your background, your sports teams. What do you want to you know? What do you like to talk about on this show? Well, I am uh, sadly a Browns fan. Um, you know, uh, one of the cursed franchises in the NFL. Um, other than that, you know, I like to root for the Ohio State Buckeyes, of course, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, those are my uh, sports allegiances. Um, you know, uh, like 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 you know, uh, Dave said, um, you know, I got married about two years ago. We got a you know three year old son, um, living out in Arizona. So you know, we out here cooking a little bit. So Arizona, man. So what's up? You uh, you uh, not liking the snow or what? No, not at all. Hate snow. Hate it to death. It's like like winter depression is a real thing. <laughs> telling you, because I can't deal with it. Dude, you know, 100% agree. Um, you know, I was in different places in my time in the military. None of them had a lot of snow. And uh, now we're in Ohio. And it's, uh, you know, honestly, here in Columbus, it was a pretty mild winter. I didn't even shovel my driveway this year, dude. Can you believe that? Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a little. It felt weird. I didn't know what to do. Honestly, you know, it's like uh, remember, remember Ricky Bobby. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> that is super crazy, man. I I've never lived in a, a a winter in Ohio where I didn't have to shovel my yard. You shoveled your yard. What the hell's wrong with you? Shoveled the yard. Shoveled the driveway. Everything. Like your dad made you shovel the yard, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If Mr. Wilson's out there listening, uh, you know, he can email us sometime. I want to know about this. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we're, we're here. We're doing a podcast. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about sports. We'll probably tell some stupid stories, you know, stuff our little kids do and stuff like that. Um, you know, whatever's going on in the world, obviously, we got nothing but COVID around here these days. Uh, so I'm sure you'll hear some of that. Um it's an election year, but I don't give a shit, so we'll never talk about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. So I've had my fill of politics. Uh, yeah, I think we all have, man. I'm, I'm a little burned out, and uh, personally, I, I don't care what anybody's political allegiances are. I, that's the least of my worries. So, we'll go on to the first topic of the day, man. Yesterday we had 824. It was Kobe Day. What, what, what are your thoughts on Kobe, Ivan? First off, man, R.I.P. Kobe, man, R.I.P. to a legend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and fun fact, uh, me and Kobe actually share a birthday. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. Man. it was your birthday on Sunday, huh? Sure was. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? Thirty-five, man. Thirty-five. Man, crazy. Yeah, I think we only got like forty years left, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's like crazy. Kind of blow when you think about it like that. It's like, damn, so I'm like halfway done already. <laughs> yeah, you're probably more, a little less than halfway. Once yeah. you hit 40, then you're like, ah, that's halfway, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah man, I still remember. Do you remember where you were when you found out Kobe died? I thought it was fake. Dude, I was actually in Columbus. Uh, I was in Columbus on business. Actually, I take it back. I was heading to Columbus on business from Dayton. So I was visiting a friend from uh, I was in I was in Dayton on business. I was visiting a friend in Columbus, pulling up to their little art gallery they had going on, and you know I got a text from my coworker who I was working with, and he said, "Hey, Kobe died." Kobe who? Kobe Bryant? And I thought he was bullshitting. So you know I you know I checked Bleacher Report, uh, and there's the story. You know I checked Bleacher Report, checked Twitter. 
and it's you know they, they were talking about first they were talking about his whole family was on a, a helicopter and i was like oh my god no oh dude yeah i know that was that was the worst uh just just thinking about that like uh you, and you know like for me i was just chilling on the couch and i i got a text from my friend eric and he was like kobe just died and i was like what no like what is this is this one of those things that people put out on the internet just to like mess with people and shit you know i didn't know I didn't think it was real. And yeah, I mean, then they said his whole family was on there. And then, uh, I mean, that's yeah, a tough man. day, man. And you it see dudes tough. like Kobe, you see dudes like Kobe, right? You think that guy's invincible. Like we watched him. You, you remember when we, shit, we were in college. We used to do that. Remember throwing the little fader with the thing in the trash can? Yelling Kobe. Kobe. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we can man. thank Dave Chappelle for that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, we used to run through some Chappelle show, man. I tell you that oh, much. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we it, did. Yeah, but it was unfortunate, man. And and just seeing and following the story and finding out that they were heading over to the game to watch his daughter play and you know coach the team and you know he gave those other people you know a ride in the helicopter. It's supposed to be the greatest time of their life, and then you just and then that happens, you know. And it's just like, damn, man, not Kobe, not. And it's not just Kobe, it's, you know, it's his daughter, it's the other people that were in there, you know, and it's, it, it was, this is a tragedy all around, but you never expected, you know, Kobe to, to, to die like that, you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's real crazy. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't ever expect ourselves to die like that, you know, like, yeah, we got COVID going on and people are, you know, we're, we're talking about deaths being reported every day and. And it's almost like sometimes we just put a number on it, but then you got a guy like Kobe that goes out and you're like, wow, uh, maybe it's time for me to like reflect a little bit, right? Yeah, because like, like, like you just said, man, death is all around. I mean, like I said, the COVID, people, you know, getting shot and killed every day. People just were dying of, of, of stuff. And then Kobe happens. And it's like, it just, it, Kobe hit me the same way that uh, Robin Williams hit me because Robin Williams is one of my favorite actors. So it hit me the same way, and I was like, "Oh my god, not Kobe!" I was like, "Ah, yeah, that's funny." I remember Robin Williams too. Like, wait, he did what? They were saying yeah. he killed himself. I'm like, "No way, man! That guy was like the happiest guy ever, right?" Check on your happy friends, man. Absolutely, because you never know, man. And uh, you know, it, for anybody out there, just check on your friends because this is Seriously. a tough time. This is a real tough time, and uh. uh you know, a lot of people may not be doing so well, especially with the job market. I mean, we're lucky. We got jobs. We're good. Uh, but, you know, I, I, again, that, that day that Kobe died, man, that was that was just crazy. But, yeah. you know, speaking of, speaking of Kobe, he is in the conversation of the greatest of all time, right? Top He, he top three with uh, who are they talking about? MJ, Kobe, and, and LeBron. Yeah, I, so I think MJ's pretty much solid number one. Number yeah. one, right? Absolutely. At, at least for people our age. Now, people might say Bill Russell because he's got all those championships. I, this is another reason why you might be able to argue for LeBron. I don't think championships make the greatest player of all time. I mean, they're, they're obviously a metric, right? But LeBron took some sorry-ass teams to the finals, man. Sorry, like, sorry teams. I'm talking soup. This man this man took a, a squad with Booby Gibson and Danielle Marshall to the finals. <laughs> I, I know, and it was freaking crazy. I mean, let, let's be honest. His year one with the Heat was a massive failure, right? Oh, yeah. They took about not one, not two. You got to get one first, and and speaking of which, Rick Carlisle did a phenomenal coaching job in that series, right? Sure did. They called did uh, the Cavs actually, or the city of Cleveland actually adopted the Mavaliers during that time. That was hilarious. Oh, I remember that, dude. Yeah. I was I was rooting hard for the Mavs. I was rooting hard. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to. Oh yeah, I was hating. I was big hating. I was super hating on LeBron that year. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, man. You got. I mean, how could you not like? When you look at somebody, especially being in Cle- a Cleveland sports fan, it it hurt, man. It hurt bad. Hurt real bad to do it on TV like that too. And it's just like, oh god, we, he knows we ain't got nothing else. We about to be the worst team in the in the NBA for the next five years. <laughs> oh, dude, you know, you know what? Like, people were like mad at me because I said I was pissed at him again when he left this last time. 
wasn't. I, I wouldn't say I was mad. I mean, it's it's just when you have LeBron, you deal with LeBron stuff. So LeBron's pretty much the GM. He's gonna bring in his guys. He's gonna ship guys out that are maybe you know he could use. Like I don't like I never understand why you know they shipped out Deion Waiters. They could have definitely used him. You know, now he's on the Lakers, and it's like what? I, I mean, Deion Wait, look. They ship out Deion Waiters. I, I guess I get it. Remember, they were like trying to say he's like, oh, he's like Mario Chalmers. Like, no, 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 no. Deion's better than Mario Chalmers. I think these not the same dudes. But no. Nah. But still, even year one, we go to the finals, play the Warriors. You lose Kevin Love against the Celtics, and then Kyrie hurts his knee, and we still that. take we still take it to six games with LeBron. Epic dude, dude is a beast. Like, dude, LeBron is a monster. I remember watching him in high school, man. And it's like this dude's a grown man playing against little boys in high school. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. So, I mean, I, I'm probably gonna agree with you. I, I think it's a toss up for number two between Kobe and LeBron. I mean, Kobe was people don't talk about Kobe's defense, but he was he was good. I mean, he was a good defensive player. Kobe like, was a Kobe's a great defender, and Kobe was a great shooter. Um, the thing with LeBron, LeBron is has all around game. You know, he can defend, he can rebound, he can pass, he can he can do whatever you need to do. You know, he makes the entire team better. Kobe makes the entire team better from an attitude standpoint. Like, uh, you know, he's hard he's hard on the team. Like 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 Michael Jordan was. You know, did you watch that? Uh, you watch the uh the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN? Oh, the Last Dance, absolutely. Come on, oh, who didn't man. watch that? Yeah. Dude, the last dance was was wild, and you saw how much of a dick Michael Jordan was, but he needed to be that so they could be great. He and even said it. He's like, dude, I didn't want to be a dick, but I had to do it. Same thing with Kobe. Kobe had to be a dick, and he had to be a needler, and he had to be hard on those teammates so they could be great, especially when Shaq left, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, Kobe was a dick, like, on the floor, but outside, off the floor, man, he was a stand-up dude. Like, you know, Michael Jordan's off-court escapade i mean i guess they both had their thing kobe had his thing you know but but still i mean just a good dude he always seemed like he was like in a good mood i mean i i don't know i mean i like braun and i miss lebron in cleveland but and i think there's a place for like the social you know political stuff but i, I don't know man he's he's not helping the nba's brand sometimes with some of this outlandish shit like I don't disagree with what he says, but it's like you're kind of alienating some people when you do that. And 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 for his political activism, like I kind of, I think you know, just kind of pump the brake. I mean, say things, but I, I don't. I, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it's nice that athletes are not being scared to to speak up about that kind of stuff anymore. Because I remember a time when you know when Rodney King happened, you know, back in the day when I was younger and. No athlete spoke on it, you know. I don't remember any athlete speaking on, on, on that type of stuff. So it is refreshing to hear the athletes speak on it. Um, it, it gets it gets old sometimes. Like, it's – man, I I can't really explain it. You know, you just get – you know, you get tired of hearing about the same things over and over again with, with you know, no resolution in sight. So, it yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a little weird, man, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people can't obviously see us, but I mean, you're a black dude. I'm a white dude. Um, you know, I can't necessarily sympathize with things the same way that you would. So, you know, my opinion on the matter is basically moot sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I guess the only thing I would like to say is see from LeBron is just maybe a, a little bit more of uh, trying to bring people up instead of kind of, you know, bitching about what's going on. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and the thing is, Le LeBron he 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 talks about it, but he also walks the walk too. You know, he um he's he's trying to sell out a whole. I forget what stadium he's trying to sell out right now, but he's 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 putting that up for for voting rights. You know, when when it, when it's time to vote, uh, he, you know, he got the My Promise School helping out kids in his in his um in his neighborhood education. So LeBron puts his money where his mouth is. You know, he and you know he's not just talking about it. He is you know trying to trying to change it on on a bigger scale too. Which oh, I agree. oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, what he's doing with that I Promise school is awesome, man. Like, that's putting your money where your mouth is. There's a lot of dudes that go out there and complain about schools and the cities and all that kind of stuff. And he's he's taking it to heart. And that's one thing I will say, man. Like, that, 
that's why I can't be mad at Brian since he left because when he left, he started this school, you know, it was a while in the making and we kind of knew about it for a while, but to see a dude on that level, just kind of put his money where his mouth is. You're right. That was awesome. And, and, dude, we, and dude, we went to Akron, man. We went to Akron. We saw, we remember, we, remember we went to down by where LeBron lives at and they had like the home of LeBron, like out there back in 04. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you saw the hood where you lived at. It was not a, it's not a good place. Like, yeah. Bro, we lived like three blocks from the hood. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not a good place, man. Like, I, I mean, you want to talk about culture shock. You talk about me coming from nowhere, graduate with 50 people. None of them were black, by the way. I moved to Akron and it's like, you know, my best friends down the hall are black dudes. Like that's, that's a, it's just crazy when you think about it. Right. But I mean, none of us cared. Yeah. Nobody, nobody cared. It wasn't, it wasn't on that. It wasn't no black or white stuff. It's just like, you're, you know, you know, you're Dave, that's Sloan, we're DP, I'm Ivan, you know, and it's, that's just how it worked. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, that's what we need to get back to. Not back to, because I don't even know if we ever got there, right? I mean, maybe we did. Like, our generation's different. You know, like, our parents' generation was a little bit different. Yeah, they grew uh, up different, too, man. You, you, our, our parents' generation, they came from the generation where you looked like you were 50 when you were 27, you know? so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they were living hard out there. Yeah, yeah, they were they were living hard, man. They grew up some... I, I, I gotta say, though, I think we've grown up in a shittier time to be perfectly honest i mean we got we've, yeah how many this is our second recession second we're in a recession we're in a global pandemic right now like it's we're in, it's, it's a it's a race war outside like shit's crazy man man we could, we got 9-11 right we had the gulf war first when we were kids and we got 9-11 and i was in part desert, of that desert storm yeah, yeah and i'm part of the war on terror you know i i signed up for that crap and, and then we have a, you know, before that, before I joined, we had a recession. Everybody got laid off from their jobs. Stock market, stock market craps out. You know, people are losing their houses left and right. People our age can't get a freaking job that pays over 30 grand a year, you know, for a while. And then, you know, now we've got this pandemic and another recession. And we've got this massive racial divide in our country that it's just like people our age are just stepping up, looking at each other like, what are we talking about? Like, I... You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's like an older generation that's fighting this fight, and it's not us because I don't know many people, or really any people that I even associate with, that you know look at race as like a crazy thing like that. And so it's hard for me to understand based on my personal experiences because it's like everybody I come across is like, hell yeah, like I just like people for people. And I was in the Navy. You want to talk about like diversity? Like, dude. You got people from all walks of life in there. Like, you either you you know you get on the same page or you're getting the hell out. And so, we just had interesting times, man. It is, man. It's just a it's it's just a it's just a changing of the guard, man. And and like like you know Generation Z and and Generation X and all of that. It's it's just. Oof, man, it's just people people just having opinions now. And, you know, social media wasn't a big thing, you know, back when we were younger. You know, we had MySpace, and I think we were branching into Facebook when we were going to college. Dude, you remember how pumped we were to get Facebook, by the way? Oh, my God, dude. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I feel like an old man talking about having a college email to get into Facebook now. Like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember how pissed we were when people were like, wait, they're letting people that aren't in college get this? This is ridiculous. Oh, dude! That, oh, that made me so mad. I, it was like, oh, you're letting you're letting you're letting everybody in now. Why would you do that? It was great before. It's like, damn it! Now my mom's gonna get a Facebook. Like, damn. <laughs> and my mom sure did get a Facebook. How about yeah, that? Yeah. So, so, so did mine. We everybody's mom got a Facebook, and you did not want to click accept to that one, right? Oh man, not at all. I didn't mean to interrupt you, dog. But go ahead. Oh no, you're good, man. It was uh. But yeah, man, just thinking about where we came from and and where we are now, and you know the athletes that have you know come and gone and lived and died, man. Like I remember when uh, Sean Taylor died, you know, I was I was hurt by that one. You know, he was one of my favorite safeties. Oh, that was great. You know the other one that people don't talk. You remember Will Smith played for Ohio State? Oh, dude. Oh my God, dude, that was crazy. Yeah, I could, I, not, I could not believe he. I could not believe he went out like that. I was like, Will Smith? You talking about Ohio State Saints? Will Smith? Yeah, that's the oh, same. Yeah. Man. 
that was crazy. I mean, they were like, oh man, he got, he got into a car accident and like some dude shot him. I'm like, what in the hell? Like who does this kind of stuff? Oh man. I was, and his wife was right there, man. I was just like, damn, she, that's going to haunt her for the rest of her life, man. Oh dude. Speaking of people being in car accidents and like shooting and shit, my parents, I talked to my parents, they were going um, on a vacation and they're on their way to the airport. And this truck cuts off another truck, right? It, not really, it didn't look intentional. Well, the guy that he cut off, like, went road rage, cuts off this other car, gets out, pulls the guy out of the car, beats the hell out of him. Oh, dude wow. in the past, dude in the passenger seat. My parents are literally in the car behind this, stuck. Right? They can't go anywhere. Dude in the passenger seat in the car up ahead fires like four or five shots. Jeez. And then they just bugged out. So, so my, yeah, my mom was a little, she was a little freaked out. And she should be. Like, that's that's not easy to be around, you know? That's insane. People yeah. are crazy out here now, man. It's, you really, especially with, with COVID going on, people losing jobs, and this whole industry's failing. Like, you got to be careful out here nowadays, man. Like, you you got to keep your head on the swivel, and you got you to gotta protect yourself at all times. Hell yeah, man. And you know what? Like, my opinion, like, find your brothers, love everybody, do everything best you can, you know, because uh, this is not the time to be making enemies for sure. Absolutely not, man. Like, because people are people are snapping, man. It's like you really just you really just got to be careful at this point, man. Just like like when I leave the house, man. Like I take my gun with me, you know. I don't know about oh, you. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I, take, I think I take my gun with me, man. Like I'm not, you're not going to catch me slipping out here. <laughs> right, I was in the military. I'm, I'm Second Amendment all the way, man. I got my concealed carry permit. I got. I'm good. Like, yeah. oh, bro, Arizona, you don't need none of that. It's just, hey, look, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go buy this gun. Oh, here you go. Yep, there you go. And you can just carry it in the car and carry wherever. Like I remember, I worked at a car dealership out here. And this dude walked into a dealership with a whole ass Colt 45 on his hip, man. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, yeah, you all got open carry there, don't you? You can just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't have, obviously, we don't have that here. But, you you know, you can conceal carry. You get the permit. And the nice thing about me and a veteran, you know, you get that quick. You don't got to take the training. I should, oh, yeah. hope I, I should hope I don't have to take training. I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, you did your time, bro. You uh, you served your time in a in a you know a metal bullet in the bottom of the sea. So salute you for that. <laughs> oh, dude, that was like prison. But speaking yeah. of uh, prisons, our boy from the Seahawks. We'll go on to some uh, NFL news here. Our boy from the Seahawks. I don't even know the guy's name. What did you uh, say? Kavon or something Kavon, like that. Kavon. Uh, what's his name? Hang on. Let's do a little bit of research here, real quick. I mean, without even knowing that dude's name, I'm gonna say his name is uh, Kima Siverand. I might, I'm, uh, might have the pronunciation wrong on it, but with this guy, he try. So he's a he's a fringe cornerback, which means he's on the edge of the roster. He was he undrafted, right? It. He's undrafted, yeah. and he might not make the team. And because, and you know this, and you still tried to sneak a chick, a IG ho. Into the damn facility in Seahawks clothes. What the hell is wrong with you, bro? Like this is this is your livelihood, man. Like you got to get paid, and you can't put booty on the side for ten minutes at training camp. Bro, and we not- would have killed. Bro, we would have killed to have a chance at the training camp like like him. And you and you squander it for for I. And it's not even like a bad. She was like a regular chick. Like, come on, man. Was it an IG ho though? For real. That's what they said it was, but you know, I mean, it was. I don't think it was his girlfriend. It was just, it was just a woman. Like she's a. Got to get off Instagram, dude. Dude, oh my! I just, I, I don't like. It's these young dudes, man. You never heard about this stuff happen. Well, well, honestly, I never heard this stuff happening before. Dudes just sneaking people into team hotels at, and it's, it's COVID right now. You know that you know they're on your ass. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah, I mean, somebody's gonna be on your ass. You know what I mean? Like. It may not be your teammates, but somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, like, what are you, what are you doing, bro?" Like, I, I can't believe that somebody would do that. Especially you, you get what like guys like that get one shot. You get one one shot. shot, bro, one shot, and nobody is gonna give him a look again ever. It's just not gonna happen. 
Because you, you can't use judgment. And he's a young player. I mean, we did a lot of stupid shit when we were young, but I don't, think I, do, I don't think I do anything that stupid. It's like if I know my future's on the line, my whole – I could change. If I play good, I can change my entire family's future. Like I'm talking about extended family, everything. And you screw it up because of you because you can't keep it in your pants for one night. Like, come on, man. I mean, you know, I guess we can say that next. We're in our mid thirties and stuff, but I, I don't. I guess I don't remember what it was like to be twenty two. But still, like, I mean, even that. I'm a habitual rule follower, so like, you know, <laughs> I think masks are dumb as shit, but I still wear them because that's the rule. So it is what it is. But that's do basically me. Like if my do, man, you got to follow the rules. Yeah, if my coach was like, "Hey, you know, nobody, you can't be seeing anybody. You come straight back to this hotel, blah blah." It's like, okay, I'm there. Like it is what it is. Like this is what we have to do, right? You're not about to cut me. You're not about to cut me. I'll do it. I look if you if, if if the rule is I can't see nobody, that's the rule, and I'm gonna get my ass back to the hotel and go to sleep. Hell yeah! I mean, guy. I mean, if a, a dude like this guy is probably the same guy that doesn't give a shit if he comes into time, comes in on time to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, it's it was it was a wild story to hear, bro. It was I was like I couldn't believe the dude did it. I was like, you did it during you did it during right now during COVID, and and, and the NFL is trying to play a season, and you're and you're jeopardizing the entire team like that. Oh man, that's that's just a bad look, bro. I mean, I guess uh, you know at least we heard about him because we probably never would have otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he, he I mean, you never know. He probably could have carved out a career as a nickel corner, slot corner, or or a, a special teamer, Like, but but we'll never know. Now, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he gets another shot somewhere, but it's not looking too good right now. I mean, this is the year, too, if you want a shot as an undrafted guy because they expanded practice rosters. I mean, come on, man. Like, you got to get yeah. your shit together. Yeah, I couldn't believe he screwed that up like that, man. I mean, but, you know, prayers to him. You know, I hope uh, I wish him well, and I and I hope he he learned his lesson because that was some stupid shit. <laughs> oh, I agree, man. I you know I, I I pray for the dude. I hope I hope things go well. Like I never wish anything bad on anybody, no matter what. So, you know, I hope this works out for him. I hope he's learned something. If anything, it was a learning experience, and uh, you know, from learning experiences, like what's going on with Earl Thomas, bro. Oh my! I don't know what happened to Earl. Like that was it was a, well. He didn't. He honestly he didn't have a good first season in Baltimore. If you if you ask me, because you know I you know being an AFC North fan like me and you are, you know you're a Steelers fan. I'm a Browns fan. We we watch a lot of AFC North football, and unfortunately we gotta watch the Ravens sometimes. Earl didn't have a you know a real good season with Baltimore. He got beat up a lot. And he got beat a lot. So you know like the you know just two plays I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Nick Chubb, you know, running past him and him him giving up on the play. Um, that was a bad look. Um, and what was the other play? Uh, Derrick Henry used him as a fullback pretty much and turning him around. <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest plays I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah. Yeah, I you know, Earl Thomas, they're talking about him going to maybe the Steelers. Boo. But, you know, the Browns might be able to use him right now because they need a safety because Grant Telpit is oh, uh, he's out for the year, bro. Uh, torn Achilles, he's done. This He was slated to start for the Browns. And, uh, you know, if Earl Thomas is smart, he, he's going to get a starting spot. Uh, but, you know, who knows if Cleveland's going to pony it up. I was very much hurt by the Grant Delpit injury. Very hurt because I I was ecstatic when they got him in the second round because he does a first round top ten talent, you know, all the way, and then he freaking tears his Achilles on a on a random play and they weren't even going full speed, you know. And I was listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, uh, one of my favorite shows, and you know they were talking about like you know what if the athletes are you know what if because in 20 years ago you don't hear about this type of injury in a, in a 22 year or 21 year old you know uh, snapping achilles that's an old man injury you know so and, and you wonder if these athletes are actually overtraining their bodies you know for for the sport and they're just snapping these tendons you know uh snapping acl snapping you know uh pecs snapping bicep tendons achilles that type of stuff you know, that's not supposed to happen when you get older, you know, not at 21 years old, man. That's crazy. I mean, you think that I, – I, I don't – I don't. I wouldn't say overtraining. I think a lot of times they're they're not getting as many game reps as guys used to get, so they're, they're getting a little more banged up. But also, I mean, 
these dudes now are big and fast, man. Like, I, I'm not sure that the human body is supposed to weigh, you know, 240 pounds and run a 4-340. I just don't think that's supposed to happen. Dude, Jadavion Clowney was like 250 or 260 and ran like a 4-4. That is disgusting. I, and he had, a, he had Achilles problems and stuff, too. Yeah, he had microfracture surgery. Uh, his, his okay, remember his first two years, he really didn't play that much because he had microfracture surgery. Then I think he had another. He he just he's he's just had knee injuries since he's been in the NFL. But the human body, like it's, I mean, those guys are superhumans. But when it comes to the injuries, man, it's it's, man, I you know I wish the best for those guys, and I hope that you know they can you know they can recover fully. But in Grant Delpit's case. It just it just sucks because he was he was being counted on as such an integral part of the defense, man. And he was you know going to cover tight ends, and now we kind of got to you know scrap that. I mean, hey, if you get Earl Thomas, I mean, you got something to look forward to. And he'll be pissed. I, he'll be pissed. Hey, I'll tell you that much. He'll be pissed. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's out there. You you, you got to go get him. I mean, that, that's my opinion. You have to go get him. They might, but I don't know if they would because you know coming out the reports coming out of Baltimore were that he had a you know a shitty attitude sometimes. You know he's showing up to meetings late, and because he has to wash his car, he's getting in fights on you know huge camp fights. And he put he posted a video on his Instagram. You know he's getting in a fight with Chuck Clark, the other Baltimore safety. So Earl has some uh, added, you know, and then going back to the you know Pete, him giving Pete Carroll the finger on his way out of Seattle, which I totally understand why he did that, but. Um, he's, I mean, got chip. He he's got a chip now. He's got a chip. And that's huge, good. huge. Sometimes you want that in a guy, though. You know, especially at this level, like you want that in a guy. Like you want a guy to come in with a chip on his shoulder. You, you, you want, at least in my opinion, like you want that. Maybe you don't want him like fighting dudes in practice every day. But when I played football, it was like, you know, we kind of liked fights in practice. Like that meant guys cared. You know, exactly. But it's the NFL, man. It's a different world. You know, we, we didn't make it there, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a different world up there, man. It's a different physicality, different mindset up there. But um, I hope that – I do hope the Browns do kind of sign Earl. Earl, you know, you know, falls in line. But because um, he'll be pissed. You know, he, he's pissed at Baltimore. It's like, I mean, what would you – I mean, how would you feel about that? It's like the Browns come to you. Hey, man, you want to uh, come play Baltimore week one? Hell, yeah. Let's go. Like, all day. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh are obvious landing choices. Pittsburgh less so because they're kind of you know solidified at that safety position. But if I'm Cleveland, dude, I'm I'm blowing up his phone right now. Like you got a dude that's going to be pissed off. You, you got a dude that you know is good. You were you were counting on a rookie that you didn't even know what you had yet. It, to me, it's that's a. I mean, that's that's an obvious decision. But they're talking about him going to the Cowboys and all that shit. Who knows? But you Jerry know, Jones they signed him. I mean, Jerry Jones sign anybody. I mean, who knows? They don't have any cap room. The Cowboys are strapped. They can't pay anybody right now. They think they just paid like, I think they just signed Everson Griffin for like six million dollars. That's I think that's all the room they got. <laughs> well, you know that remains to be seen. But what doesn't remain to be seen is COVID testing in the NFL. So over the past week. The NFL had 77 positive COVID tests. It's since been found out that all of those were false positives. I mean, what the hell are we doing here? I think they said it was a the lab, like, you know, they deemed it that it was a false positive or something like that. But I know the Browns had the highest number of false positives, which was weird. But, you know, it's not unheard of because, you know, the Browns are cursed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, man, after the Grant Delpit thing and the Mac Wilson injury and all of that stuff, I'm just – the Browns are just cursed, man. It's, it's, it is what it is. You know, I mean, if they if they finish above six games, I'll be happy, you know, at this point. But uh, with the COVID testing, um, I think the NFL is doing a, probably one of the best jobs outside of the NBA of doing it. MLB is failing. I think we noted that <laughs> last time. But – uh, MLB's failing, but um, NFL. Now, now, here's a question for you: MLB, are they using the same labs the NFL is? And if they are, and they had all these positives, because the reports were that most none of those dudes were even sick; they just tested positive, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe we're talking about the same thing. I, I don't know. Maybe the NFL is saving face. I, 
to me, the NFL is too big to fail. So if they got dudes testing positive, they don't want that shit out there. You know, that's my opinion. Yeah, they are. They look. Goodell is gonna make sure there's gonna be NFL NFL season no matter what. I promise you that. They 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 stand to lose too much money already because they can't have fans there. They're not losing out on those advertising dollars for for that. So, I, I there's definitely gonna be an NFL season no matter what. But they definitely you know better keep the COVID testing up and and keep that stuff nailed down. Speaking of seasons, no matter what, man. You know I live in Columbus. Oh, state. You know I love the Buckeyes. Oh, state. Oh, H. Let's go. And you know the Big Ten canceled the season. Sure do. And that's my sad voice. <laughs> yeah, that? man. I was looking forward to seeing those guys, man. Like Fields. Fields is is probably the one of the best QBs I've seen come you know come through here since. Uh, and Haskins was pretty good, but Fields is just a monster, bro. He is. He is everything. He was. He's as advertised, and if not for a couple of uh, shitty flags that you know were or were not thrown, they would have beat Clemson. If you know, for being honest here. And well, that was a fumble and a recovery for a touchdown. So I'm not even going to argue that shit. <laughs> and Chris Olave zigged when he should have zagged, and Justin Fields threw the ball in the money, and you know that was the end of that. But it's speaking of which, that game was airing on. Uh, like ESPNU or something today, like their top 25 games of 2019. I turned it on for like five seconds. I was like, I can't watch this shit. I can't do it. Can't do it, can't do it man. I can't, can't, do, I can't it. do it, man. I love football. I just, I just can't do it. And, uh, can't do it. and you know what? Like the big 10 can't sling football. This is, I, I don't know if you're following this stuff at all with the big 10. Oh yeah, man. The, um, I know the parents, like I know a couple of parents from Indiana university, a um, couple of parents of kids at uh, like Purdue and all that type of stuff. They're filing complaints against the against the Big Ten uh, uh, commissioner. You know, saying you know I think his son is going to a SEC school and the SEC is still playing ball. So they're you know using that basis to try to you know sue him and and sue the Big Ten and all of that stuff. But at the same time, it's like they're trying to protect your kids. You know, I, I mean, I want football you know as much as the next person. But if there's you know covid outbreaks at these schools and you're still playing football that's irresponsible and they're trying to protect your kids you know at the end of the day, at the end of the day uh their safety is in your in their your kid's safety is in their hands you know so uh, yeah but when you at the same time when you got parents, look, look what the big 10 parents are arguing is that they should have the choice and and, and that's as a sentiment i can support because i you know, I signed up to possibly die for this country so that people could continue to have a choice. You know, and, and that choice may be wrong or right in somebody else's opinion, but having it is important. That's real. And, you know, the only thing they ask is the choice because Kevin Warren's kid is playing football at Mississippi State because they discussed it as a family and decided that they wanted to play football. And that's all these guys are asking for. They, they want transparency. We want to know what was said at these meetings. We want to know who voted for what. We want to know why these guys aren't getting the opportunity to play football. And, and not just football, but marching band and soccer, You know, all these fall sports. I mean, all these kids are getting this stuff taken away from them. And you know what it was like when you were a 20-year-old kid. Like, I'd be pissed. Not even pissed, man. Like – I mean, I don't know if you saw the surveys and stuff that went out, but like, there's like 25% of kids in the 18 to 24 range said they seriously considered suicide in the last six months because of this stuff. I mean, these are things that, I mean, this is way, but, you know, the numbers out there don't support the fact that kids college-aged are in any, any amount of danger from this. I mean, there's always going to be one-offs, right? Like, there's always, the, the exception is not the rule, however. And I know the Big Ten is worried about one bad thing happening. And, you know, if so, that sucks. But football is inherently dangerous. There's an average of 13 people every year that die playing football. Yeah. I mean, that's just playing football. That's not from disease. That's not from underlying conditions. That's just people that die from playing football. We don't talk about that because we know it's a dangerous sport. But when you got to sit, if you're Ohio State, you're sitting at home. You've got a national title contender 
right now, if probably the best team in America, if they if, if they can go out and show that they filled their defensive backfield properly, best team in America, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Facts, facts. Okay, and, and now they're sitting on the sideline, but the Browns are playing, the Bengals are playing, all high school football in Ohio is playing. The Mac is playing like Cincinnati. I think the Bearcats are going to play this year. <laughs> yeah, the Mac, the Cincinnati's in the American, and Cincinnati is playing. The Mac canceled their season, but oh they, wow, okay. But 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 the Mac had to cancel because it cost them too much money to continue with it without fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and they don't have like lucrative TV contracts or anything. So I mean that makes sense. But if you're Ohio State, if you're if I'm Ryan Day, and I'm sitting at home thinking. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, how is this? How is this even? The SEC's playing. The ACC's playing. The Big 12's playing. Shit, the Sun Belt's playing right now. And the Big wow. Ten, and the Big Ten sitting at home. And you know how much shit we've got. You know how much shit I've had to take as a Big Ten fan in the last ever since I joined the Navy. And I met a bunch of people from down south. They want to give me SEC. Blah 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 blah. Like, you know how much shit we have to take as Big Ten fans. And now we don't even get to put a product on the field. You know how much that's going to hurt our image, I think. And the Big Ten's just going to lose money. Yeah, absolutely. I just hope that there's no more, like, even at the SEC and, the you know, the ACC and Pac-12. Nobody, you know, nobody cares about you know, Pac-12 or whatever. Yeah, Pac-12 hasn't but, played football since, like, 2003, so. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, they haven't – the Pac-12 hasn't been relevant since uh, Marcus Mariota – and you know how state blasted those guys. So yeah. If you want to call that relevant, I say the Pac-12 hasn't been relevant since Reggie Bush left. Agreed. Because I mean, I, uh, it just, it, I, you know, I live for this shit every every fall, and I live in Columbus, so I go to a lot of games. Every fall, man, it's just like that's what you do, and now it's gone. Yeah. And I, I, I don't even know how to handle. It. I don't even know how to process it. Sometimes, even my wife was like, "Man, you're being weird lately." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I don't know what to do." Man, it it sucks not to see O State. Man, love the Silver Bullets. Man, it's it's gonna suck not to see them on the field this year. Um, hopefully that you know they're back on the field in, in January. I mean, what do you think about the you know chances of that? Well, before we get to that, let's talk about a little segment we're going to end the show with every day, which will probably be Tuesday nights, and we'll air these on Wednesday. But we're going to end this uh, thing every day with uh, four yes or four nas, and we're going to talk about four things. Ivan's going to bring them up, and then we're going to discuss. So, uh, Ivan, if you will, my sir, please. Would you like to touch my monkey? I'm kidding. <laughs> if you could give me your first yeah or nah. So yeah or nah. Working from home. Yeah, I'm going to give a no on working from home. I, at first I liked it. And then my kids started bothering me for shit all the time. And then my wife started asking me to do stuff. And then I got to go back to the office and I was like, shit. I can't do this all the time. Now, I will say working from home is good if I could do it like two days a week. But I couldn't do it all the time. I don't know about you. I know you're working from home most of the time now, right? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm okay working from home for the most part because, you know, I don't got to get up and, you know, you know, do the rat race, you know, get dressed and pack my lunch and, you know, drive all the way to work and stay there. Come on. You know, I don't have to do all that waste gas. So I'm, I'm okay with staying home. Mostly because I'm antisocial, you know, in real life. So, <laughs> actually, let me change my answer. Yeah. I forgot about not wearing pants when you work, so I'm yep. gonna have, I'm gonna have to change it. I do miss waking up in my gym shorts and my t-shirt, like I wear every day, all the time. My wife gives me shit about it all the time. Yeah, I'm a. I'm, I'm gonna say that to work from home. I'm gonna say that. Yes, sir. Uh, so you you changed my mind just by talking about what I have to wear. All right, so that's a yes. All right, man. Let's go number two. Number two, yay or nay? Browns win the North. 
Yeah. I wanted to think this was going to be the year for the Browns. I just, I don't see it, man. I, I don't, I don't see how they get over these injuries. Baker Mayfield's on his third offensive coordinator in three years, his third head coach in three years. Uh, you got Odell, who's a big personality. He's going to be wanting something eventually. I, I don't see how they do it, man. I don't think they'll do it either. Uh, you know, just because of, you know, what I've seen previous seasons and, you know, the injury history of what's going on right now, like Grant Delpit, Mac Wilson, all these guys just dropping like flies. And Greedy Williams too, man. Yeah, man. And then um, the division we play in is super, super freaking tough. You know, Steelers are going to be good. Ravens are going to be good. Bengals are going to be way better than what they than what they were last year. So Smoking Joe be- Burrow, man. He's, he's doing well, I hear. Yeah, he's doing pretty good, and they're gonna. It's gonna be a tough division, and then Baker's learning a new offense, and with way less time to do it. So, I mean, I'm I'm not seeing a winning division. I'm seeing like if they if they can get above six games, I think that'd be a win. You know, so. I mean, yeah, that's possible. Um, I I don't think the Ravens are gonna win sixteen games either. Like I saw some dumbass predicted that. Like, what are we talking about? They got lucky winning fourteen last year. They they had they they lucked out on a lot of games for real. I think that I do. I will say I think the Browns are going to be in it, but they're not going to win it. So let me get your number three. I so say you got more faith to me in that. <laughs> All right. So number three, Ohio State plays before January first. Yay or nay? That's my undecided. And I say that because I don't know why, but Ohio State's been really quiet for like the last four or five days. Ryan Day's not saying anything. Gene Smith's not saying anything. The president's not saying anything. There was some rumor leading up to their silence about maybe they're going to get five teams from the Big Ten and they're going to play a 10-game schedule, and maybe they're working that out. I'm going to hold out hope. I'm not... I'm going to say it's maybe like 15%. I'm going to hold out hope. I'm thinking maybe. Maybe something's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But I'm not confident. I'll say yeah, too. Like you said, they are being quiet. You haven't heard any, any Ohio State news. Like, And, you know, Justin Fields has been in the news recently, you know, for the petition to for the players to play. So... I think they will play before January first, and I'm I'm probably a little higher than you. Like I think you're you know you're like fifteen percent. I'll say I'm at maybe forty percent that they'll that they'll play this year. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think I think those are uh, those we might be too too optimistic. I don't know if we don't play. We shall see. We shall see. I'm telling you, man. If they play in the spring. I do not give a shit. Like I don't want to watch glorified scrimmages. <laughs> On that note, take us to the number four there, Mr. Ivan. All right. Yay or nay? First snow in Ohio before Halloween. Yeah. Get both of those. <laughs> Gotta get both of them. Little John's just a, too, a little too ecstatic. Yeah, we're going to get snow before Halloween. Uh, it's going to happen. It was too warm last winter. It's been really hot this summer. That usually means we get absolutely destroyed with snow. You lived in Cleveland for a long time. Maple Heights. Maple Heights? <laughs> I wasn't asking for that shit, okay? <laughs> I'm kidding, no, man. man it's a, I went through a lot of winters there, and usually the minute summer's over, winter. There is no fall. It's just winter. That's it. Like it, 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 Snow hits immediately, you get dumped on, and that's... That's just what it is. Glad I don't live there anymore. <laughs> but you know what the old joke is, right? There's winter and then there's construction season, and that's it. Pretty much. Pretty if, much. If you go on I-71, it, there, there's barrels everywhere all the time. They're still they're working gonna, on it? They're never going to stop, man. Jeez, they've been working on that. Man, last time I hit 71 was probably seven years ago, and they're still working on it? Yeah. Jeez. They're never going to stop, I'm telling you. Or Route 2, you know, that goes up. Oh, along. yeah. But I'm telling people don't get it. People don't know what lake effect snow is. They just don't. The worst. It's the worst. 
people that live here in Columbus, man, they don't know what lake effect snow is. They have no idea. They're like, what, what's lake? I don't understand how that works. It's like, dude, how do you not know that? There's The water is warmer than the air, and then that cold air goes over the water. It makes snow, and it snows a shitload everywhere up north. I was going to say, imagine just all the water from the lake just on. It just turns into snow and, and is dumped on you. That's what lake effect snow is. <laughs> yeah, dude, and especially because I was reading that like Lake Erie is at like, its highest temperatures ever. Oh shit, y'all stay screwed up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and, and this dude, this dude was saying like, "Yo, like, there's gonna be some lake effect snow this year," and I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> I'm sorry, but, bro. <laughs> I, I live in Columbus, so it's not as bad. We don't get the lake effect, but I do think it's gonna be a snowy, snowy winter. Now I hope I'm wrong, but I can handle the winter if there's snow. I don't like it when it's like 20 degrees and raining and shit. Like I can't do that. Nice, but yeah, man, that's our. Uh, this is the angry sports dads, man, and uh, this is what you're going to get from us every week. We're probably going to get dumber, and we're going to say dumber shit. Some real of it shit. might be, yeah, it's going to be real. It's going to be real, man. <laughs> you want to talk about real life? This is where you're going to get it. We're going to get parenting advice, how to not parent, because that's basically everything I figured out so far. Parenting, uh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah man it's been fun dude i love talking to you man it's been it's been cool oh, cause man, like, absolutely because like we gosh we went so long you know just a quick little tidbit like we were we were boys in college and then like we both went our ways actually all four of us went our ways right and we kind of always stayed in touch over the years and i haven't even talked to you in probably let's have been like two years probably yeah, it's been two years, sir. And so, yeah, man, I can hear I can hear little PJ back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's bedtime, isn't it? Bedtime, oh. bedtime. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, it's been fun. We'll do it again next week. And uh, next week, I'll have an email address for people to email the show. Um, if you listen, just share it out on social media. Tell them it's a bunch of jackasses that maybe you know, maybe you don't. It was fun to listen to. But anyways, Ivan, man, it was good talking to you, and uh, I'll hit you up next week. All right, man. You too, bro. Thank you, man. Later, bro. Yes, sir. Would you like to touch my monkey?